0: You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. And then others that might not be able to hear well. I, I get a little bit torn because I, I feel like... Uh, in other words, I'm thinking about passing the mic around. Who thinks that's the worst thing that's ever happened? Who would say something but ain't going to say something because there's a mic? You don't have to say something. Kurt, Chad... Uh, Ryan, uh, okay, that's only a couple, um, but there's another benefit too because we literally have at least a couple people in the s- in, that are in the service that they're not going to hear what's said from there without a mic too, so I mean there's a benefit of that, so Mike, everybody cool with that except for the people that aren't, okay, uh, sounds reasonable, oh, you got one, okay, um, so I want to start off by reading uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and, and again, I just want to do this more in Bible study form. The cool thing about this is, is that the emphasis on this last part, are you volunteering to run that around, Nathan, is that what's going on? Thank you, sir. Um, the emphasis being uh, on the corporate worship in the last, that we need to continue in the last days, and um, if you would, look once again with me in verse 16, because you get to these challenging verses course we looked at this one a couple weeks ago rejoice evermore last week we looked at pray without ceasing i mean just tall order right rejoice evermore pray without ceasing and then now this week in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you all right so uh, my my topic tonight is still thankful or thankfulness as you May uh, realize tonight. Uh, honestly, just immediately I want to get your reaction to that verse. In everything, give thanks. What let me ask you this, what does that verse say and is what and what is it not saying? Somebody tell me what it's not saying. Put your hand up and Nathan will read it to you quick. Anybody? Or tell me what it's saying. All right, Don. I'll repeat that one, Nathan. That's right. That's what she, so she said what it's saying and kind of what it's not saying. That's right. So it says in everything, give thanks. Sometimes we can reap things wrong. you know In other words, uh, oh, I'm supposed to give thanks for everything? No. Someday I'm going to be preaching along this same, these same principles because I'm planning to preach on that all things work together for good. Some people read that and be like, you mean every, you mean that everything is good? No, not everything's good. And it doesn't say give thanks because of everything, but it says in everything give thanks. Uh, so, uh, there again, so that, that's that's exactly what I was fishing for, Don. Thanks for biting. Um, in everything give thanks. Now, in everything give thanks. So, how do we give thanks in everything? I want to start by just, uh, I'll read a few verses here and then, then I'll give some more opportunity for... Uh, uh, more conversation in a minute here, Nathan. But to begin with, I want to look at uh, just a few scriptural examples. And I believe these will be up on the screen probably. Acts chapter 5, verse 41, where the Bible says, And they departed, this is after they were beaten for Christ, they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Uh, that's amazing, right? They were beaten. Have you ever had that situation Where you've been beaten? This looks horrible, doesn't it? Um, Let's tidy up a little bit. Um, No, I don't think any of us have been beaten for Christ. But have you had... I think... I I know I've... In my years of being saved, I've experienced it myself. I've, I've known many other people that have experienced it. They get on fire for God. They do something for God. And then it gets difficult. That happened to them... To the point that it got difficult with the fact that they got beat down. I mean, throat punch, kick, stomp, you name it. They got beat up. What'd they do? They was thankful. They were rejoicing. Why? Because they were counted worthy. uh, What does it say? Counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And and I say that contrasts what I've seen in other times. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be hard. I didn't know somebody was going to say something that wasn't very nice to me. Uh, you know, or whatever the case may be. I didn't know somebody in the family was going to criticize me. Uh, But anyway, they were thankful even after. They weren't thinking, man, this beating, man, that felt awesome. They weren't crazy people. They were just saying, wow, I got beat down. So give thanks and everything, right? They weren't saying, man, I hope I get punched in the face again. That'd be great. Uh, But what they're saying was, but if I do, man, that I'm, I'm I'm counted worthy to suffer for Jesus, so they're given thanks in everything. All right, um, again I'm gonna. This is a, a lengthier passage here. First uh, Peter chapter one, verses six through eight says, "Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations." Um, and somebody, uh, the obvious. Thing when you read temptation, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word temptation? Sin, right? Uh, is that what it's talking about uh, in this passage exclusively? No. It's talking about trials. It's talking about difficulties. Um, you know, which is what the, uh, the Bible study is going to be about coming up for the ladies there that Dory is going to be doing. Though now, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth. Do you think your trials are precious? God says they are, because they're working something for you. You think they're working against you, but they're actually working for you. Uh, You know, you think it's a setback, but it's just really a set up for God to do something greater for you. So, uh, though it be tried with fire might be found unto the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, and whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. The same people that are heavy. The same people that are suffering manifold trials. And that's the way they often come, doesn't it? It's just not one thing. It's manifold. It's, It's many. But... You're rejoicing with joy unspeakable and full of glory. That is possible. Thankfulness should be a part of the fabric of the regenerate life. Um, Daniel. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, that would spell his death, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled, up, kneeled upon his knees three times a day, and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. He prayed and gave thanks to God. Literally, hey, if you pray to any other God except for the king, you're going to be put to death. Gotcha. Lord, and, and it's interesting, isn't it? I'm sure he probably said something along the lines of, Lord, I pray you'll work this out. I pray you'll... La-. But the Bible doesn't say he did that. He may have. But the Bible does say what he did do. He did give thanks he gave thanks even though these guys were conspiring against them. You ever feel like somebody's working against you? By the way, Satan's always working against you. Uh, but you might feel like other people are working against you. Well, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, well, do what Daniel did. Pray and give thanks. Right? In everything, give thanks. Challenging, isn't it? Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. The Bible says, "...and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit." And uh, may we not rush past that too fast. Because if you're sitting there thinking, how can I rejoice always? How can I pray without ceasing? How can I be thankful in all things and everything give thanks? You're going to need the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. He doesn't put it on us. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to give control to the Holy Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we're, we're singing, we're praising the Lord, and we're giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is where I'll, I'll maybe take a break and let you jump back in here. Hebrews 13 verse 15 uh, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto His name. So continually, as uh, as as a New Testament priest, you know, uh, the kids get asked every once in a while, you know, isn't your dad a priest? Uh, or something to that effect, you know. And they, they say, and, and and of course they answer, well, no, he's a pastor. But uh, then one of the kids, and one of the kids just kidding around said, are you, "Are you a priest?" And I said, "Yep, sure am." And so are you if you're saved. The Bible says we're a generation of priests, and one of the offerings, and we are priests that bring offerings. Uh, and and one of the offerings we bring is the offering of praise. At least we're supposed to be bringing that offering. And and he says, well, what what is that exactly? Hebrews 13, 15. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. So here's where I was going to pause. The fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. What is it that we give a voice to? The Bible says we need to give a voice of thanksgiving. Um, Could I get a volunteer to read? Because I didn't put these uh, in the notes. Uh, Psalm 26, verse seven. Let me know because I'm gonna get Nathan to bring you the mic. Dan's gonna read uh, Psalm 26, verse (laughs) seven. He just looked really eager. And then I'll get uh, I'll get Evan to read Jonah chapter two, verse nine. Twenty six, seven. Amen. Same principle there, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving. Evan's got Jonah 2, verse 9. Okay. Thanks, Connor. Chapter 2, verse 9. But I will sacrifice them to thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will praise that I have vowed salvation of the Lord. Okay, thank you very much. So, uh, so uh, vo- a voice of thanksgiving. So, uh, so, th- so, someone says, well, I'm thankful. Really? Because th- the thankfulness he's talking about is voice it. Give a voice to thanksgiving. How often are we supposed to give a voice to thanksgiving? Continually. Continually there in Hebrews 13, 15. Now, I try to think about this, and I want to encourage you to think about this too. Anytime you're reading the Bible and it says to do one thing, try to think about what's the other thing. What's the opposite of that? So, what if we're not given a voice of thanksgiving, what what do we give a voice to instead? Idols, okay? Anything else? Complaining. complaining. Uh, right? It's kind of hard to be it's it's kind of hard to be complaining and thankful at the same time. Uh, what's another thing that goes with complaining? Griping, murmuring. Griping, murmuring. What is murmuring? Anybody? It, 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 but it is. It, it, it's it's kind of it's one of those words that is what it sounds like. Usually in a corner with someone else. Kurt says, usually in a corner with somebody else, okay? Um, folks, we got to be careful what we say. And, and you know, it starts, we, I, I, we've been preaching a lot lately. You got to be careful about what you think? Absolutely. What are you thinking? What's well, normally coming out of your mouth? So it kind of it's kind of a a good telltale thing of what's coming out of your mouth. You know, what what comes out of the uh, out at the out, out at the pump is what's coming what's in the well, right? And so if we're thankful, listen. Now, the thing the thing the reason I want to talk to you about this tonight is because uh, well, I I look at there, there's a, another ver- another passage here um, Ephesians, okay? I'm going to look at this real quick. I do do have this one written down, Ephesians 5. This will be up on the screen also. Ephesians 5, verse 3. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking, (coughs) excuse me, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving thanks. And I read that because it's just like, we don't, the, the, the world is, carnality is talking about all this stuff, but he just summed up what we're talking about is give thanks, give thanks. Um, but I do believe that. Now, does it, do, do we have any idea what God's attitude toward murmuring and complaining is? Do we have any idea what that is? Okay, how do we know? Uh, there was a lot of reaction there of the negative that yes, God does not appreciate murmuring and complaining. Okay, so, so let's start right there because obviously he says we ought to be given thanks in all things but, but what would you say, Doria? <laughs> yeah, the, the main thing that was going on you, you go read in the, in the wilderness man, God just did not approve of murmuring and complaining and, and to the extent that that was one of the sins in the wilderness that literally people were dying over God's judgment was coming down Over the murmuring and complaining. Hey, you ever think about it? Uh, You know, there's an old thing that says, you know, thankfulness is thankfulness. What are you thinking about? Um, In everything, give thanks. I mean, I I, I think about, I was thinking about, I was was having this thought today. I I was just getting the mental picture. Anybody ever just, you're riding down the road, and you're thinking about stuff to complain about, and you're murmuring and you're complaining? And so I'm just getting this picture of me. And so get this picture. Can you see yourself doing this? Maybe you're riding down the road in a nice vehicle. Heat going, you're not cold. Belly fat, you're not hungry. You got on nice clothes, clean clothes. Um, you know, you... Uh, maybe you've got a loved one sitting next to you, maybe you don't, maybe you've got kids in the back, maybe you've got a wife that you're on your way to see, or a husband, Uh, maybe you're on your way to your job. I hate my job, let me tell you, it's just this. Well, just, what's that doing with all your murmuring and complaining about it? Uh, You know, I don't know about you, does anybody, I I, I know I I used to tease about this when we worked, worked at Polaris, but I'm thinking, man, I think it's part of the job description. I'm not sure if they'll hire you at this place if you don't know how to complain all the time. I looked at one guy one day and DR's, his initials, murmuring and complaining and And I'm like, man, look, Dave, I was like, it could be worse. Uh, how you figure? And I'm like, you idiot, we could be in North Korea, fool. What are you talking about, how do I figure? Uh... And I'm like, man, you got, it. I said, you got a good wife at home that loves you, you got an awesome son, and like, what are you, you sure about that? Um, murmuring and complaining, that's right. Uh, so now, in everything give thanks. So let's just think about that a minute, all right? So I can't, I, it, it's difficult to give thanks for everything, and I I know there's one verse that seems to indicate that, but I believe, I don't believe that's the, the, the message. But let's look at it this way. The verse we're looking at is 1 Thessalonians 5:18, "In everything give thanks." How do I give thanks when it's cold? How when it's cold, how do I give thanks in the cold? Yeah, I heard jacket, I heard heat. That you're alive. Uh there's a lot. And and listen, I know uh, they're, they're, not, not everybody knows about this, but, but, but you'll every once in a while you're here. You ever heard somebody being called a Pollyanna? You ever heard that before? Yeah. yeah, a few people, a Pollyanna, right? And I'm not talking about being a Pollyanna, but at the same time, I kind of am talking about being a Pollyanna. Uh, Pollyanna uh, was a movie back when Disney were making them good, okay? Uh, back in the, what? I mean, it was uh, the 50s or something like that, I guess. But, but Pollyanna was a character in the movie that, that she always played the glad game. She always played the glad game. And so she, she was trying to learn how to end everything give thanks. No matter what she was going through, she was trying to say, you know what, but it could be worse. It's cold, but at least I've got a heater. Uh, you know. But she would do a lot more than that. Uh, I'm not saying to be a, a Pollyanna because that idea is just almost being like this uh, idiotic person. But I think Pollyanna was pretty awesome. But anyway, uh, but, but it's, it's, it's finding things to be, you can give thanks in. How about this one? How do you give thanks in the death of a loved one? How can you give thanks in the death of a loved one? They're not suffering anymore. Yeah, yeah, if they're saved, we know they're in heaven. Uh, Ryan? Ryan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank, I thank the Lord for the time that I had with them. You know, I, uh, you know I, one of the most moving things I've seen in regards to this, I think about this for one with, you know, my family. I mean, you know, my, uh, my mom uh, died 43 and, uh, you know, my, my father-in-law at 44. And, and man, we could, I could grieve over that, and I do. I just don't grieve as others. I still grieve. But, but, but I find thankfulness and joy in the fact that, man, I'm glad I knew them. And, uh, and I'm glad that... I can find things that I'm glad about in it. Uh, but, but the thing I was talking about that, that was really moving was the, uh, was the, the, was the lady, that, the young couple that had given... the lady given birth to a uh, kid. I think it was a boy. And he had a disease that they knew he was, he was going to die anytime. And I believe they knew that before they gave birth to the kid as well. But they still wanted to have their son. So what they do? Since they didn't know how long they'd have the kid, uh, the, the baby, they had a birthday for him every day. A birthday party for him every day. This is your second day! Balloons and the whole thing. Birthday party for this kid every day. 99 straight days. And if you look it up, it's 99 balloons, you know, and you can see a YouTube video if you want to cry. Um, but uh, 99 straight days, they, they celebrated this kid's life every single day. And on the ni- and when he died... Uh, the way they celebrate is by releasing 99 balloons. And you know what they, thank you, Lord, for the 99 days we had with our son. What, what are you complaining about, by the way? Can I ask you that? What are you griping over? Uh, now, let me ask you this. What are some of the things that we find it difficult, or you maybe find it difficult to be thankful in? What are some of the things that you find it difficult to be thankful in? We've mentioned death. Uh, you know, I mentioned a couple ways that I try to be thankful in death. Um, okay, physical pain. I mean, there's some people there. We have people in our church with chronic pain. Um, how do you find? How can you be thankful in chronic pain? Or even if it's not chronic pain, if it is just pain that you have from time to time. Yeah, you 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 rejoice. That you're thankful for the good days. Uh, anybody else? I'm asking you because I'm not in pain, so I don't want to get up here and, you know, try to act like I know something that I don't. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, you know, I I can speak on this, uh, speak to this, I believe. Um, okay, I I believe, maybe, okay, I'll get a couple other things, because the the one I want to mention kind of is, is more of an overriding thing, because sometimes it's kind of hard to find a specific, okay? Um, but what else? So, so I think physical pain is, is, a, is a good one to mention that it's kind of hard to find, it's kind of hard to give thanks in physical pain. Uh, is it possible to give thanks in physical pain? Um, okay, now anything else? What's, what's some things that you can think of that it's, hard, that it's hard to be thankful in? Seeing a loved one suffer. Yeah. All right. For real. Uh, what's some other ones hard, hard, to, hard to find hard, hard to be thankful in tragedy tragedy for sure and, and, and I'm not saying anything about these because I feel like in, in a second I want to just maybe get some thoughts from you but, uh, as well but there's some things that's hard to now we're commanded we're, you're commanded to be thankful in these things not for these things but we can still have a spirit of thanksgiving that's tough, right? Because this, what I'm trying to get down to is this really the rubber meeting the road. But God telling us to do this because He can empower us to do it. And I think if we thought of it, if we think of it, we can find some ways that we maybe can even look back in our past. How about you? Uh, any, any young people, high schoolers, college kids, uh, college-age kids, what are some things that are hard to be thankful in? School. Hard to be thankful in school, right? Um, some of the teachers are nodding their heads too. All right. Um, it's hard to be thankful when it comes to school. Anything else from the young folks? All right. Uh, hard to be thankful sometimes. I mean, in things. All right. Uh, it's hard to be thankful for things, but we've got to learn Anna how to be thankful in things. Um, I thought about this one. I, this, how about, are you ever reminded of how sinful you are? Regularly? Uh, what reminds you of how sinful you are? Your own mouth. All right? Uh, our thoughts? Actions? All right. So here's, here's, here. Now, how do I get, now, how many of you ever get plumb discouraged because you're like, oh my gosh, what's your problem, man? Right? It's just like, really? After all God's done for you and this is what's coming out of your mouth or this is what's going on through your mind or, or this is the action that you're taking in this moment? Um, how can you give thanks in that? I'll tell you, do you know I do give thanks in that? I give thanks in that. I really do because uh, it's something I've got experience with. So I've learned to give thanks in it. I can't, I can't speak to this one. You know what I thank God for? I thank God that I'm saved by grace. I thank, I thank Him for the reminder that salvation is not up to me. It's up to Him. It's all Him. And I, I thank Him for the reminder that my old nature was not redeemed at salvation. There are some preachers in churches that seem like they try to teach that stuff. They don't teach it directly, but that's the way I believe it's insinuated. Like, oh my gosh, how could you ever think or do that? What are you talking about, stupid? Sorry, Ryan wasn't here to hear that, I don't think. But but, uh, what are you talking about? We have an old nature. The Bible's clear on that. So I thank God that I'm reminded of myself. Because then I'm just like, of course I'm bad. I'm a sinner. But Lord, you sure are good. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that it's all about you. Lord, I'd hate to think about the mess I was in if it wasn't for you. Right? I think about that. That grip on my life. Uh, Any any other thoughts on maybe something, whether you want to share something that you feel like is hard to give thanks in, or maybe you share how you give thanks in something that's hard? Nicole? your dyslexia? That's right. That's not easy. And Anna, you are not the only one. There's other folks. uh, I think there's folks even just in our gathering tonight that uh, have to deal with dyslexia. You're not the only one. And that's right, but, but giving thanks in that. How do you give thanks in dyslexia? How do you do that? How do you give thanks in a learning disability? Um, how do you give thanks in these things? Uh, you know, I, I, I think about it. It's, I think some of my, idi, uh, my idiocy, if that's a word, um, I can give thanks in some of that just because it's so funny. And even if it doesn't entertain me, it entertains others sometimes inadvertently. Uh, I loaded up. I loaded up a few guys on. Uh, by the way, uh, in truth, on March 26th, I'm planning on going down to uh, Lyons, Nebraska, to hear a, a wild Southern preacher. Man, a lo- guy I love to death. I'm, they're honoring him that night, and I'm going to. They want me to say a few words before he preaches. I've known him for 22 years, uh, but man, he is a wild, just preacher from mountains of North Carolina, and just uh, just I, lo- I you, you, Ryan's heard him. Uh, Larry Adams just love hearing him preach man Uh, so if anybody wants to ride down there on the 26th 27th whatever that Monday is well uh, some reason or the other I put that in my calendar for this Monday so I got uh, just on short notice I'm like hey Chad uh, uh, you want to ride down yeah who else Shane you want to go yeah I'll go so we get up we get in the truck and starting off me missing my turn and taking gravel and uh then taking more gravel because i'm mad because the gps is trying to get me to backtrack and i'm like nope i rode right past eric and sarah Sue. if y'all listen i rode past the house i blew blew the horn i had no business being on their road uh but that was just one of the dirt roads i happened to go gravel roads i happened to go down and uh it, and and then, then i then i uh, there was a stop sign coming up, and I thought they were trying to get me to stop before these tracks. I ain't stopping before these tracks. I'm going to jump them is what I'm going to do. Uh, right? That's just for fun. And so, I, but, but then uh, Shane's like, uh, and, Sh- and Chad's on the phone, and Shane's like, uh, you know the highway's right here, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm at right here like in, in a little bit. But it was, that, that's what the stop sign was. And so I pulled out in front of these cars, and I'm looking like I just you know, uh, stole the truck or got the cops chasing me or whatever. And it was just, then we finally get down to Lyons and there was nobody at the church because the revival's not for another two weeks. Now, uh, I can kind of rejoice in that. I I was embarrassed, man, about the whole thing I was embarrassed. I'm still embarrassed uh, about it. But it was funny. So I can be be thankful that God can use somebody. I mean, I'm not trying to put myself down, I'm really not, but just being honest. That God can use somebody as dumb as I am, preacher. Don't say that about. Well, what do you call it? I mean, come on. I mean, let's 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 call it what it is. um And I'm glad God can use somebody like me. I mean, my goodness. I I mean, can you imagine? Then, then a chat chat at that point said, "Man, we're doomed. The church is doomed. If this is the guy that God has put at the helm, uh, man, we are in trouble." uh... But uh, anyway uh so I can give thanks for being whatever I am. Uh, all right. So I I'll, I'll I'll try to bring this thing down to a close because here's a couple things that I just want to mention very very quickly. Um, what are some of the things that make it hard to be thankful? Um anybody? What are but besides the obvious. I I'll, I'll say them quickly cuz I I see Uh, the time but uh, one thing I want to say is pride pride how can pride make it hard to be thankful I'll give you I'll give you if you don't think about it one part of pride is a big c word that some of you really struggle with Uh, it's kind of a gift in, in some ways I think that I don't but control control. If it doesn't go the way you think it ought to go, what are you going to do? It's hard to be thankful. Pride is an obstacle to thankfulness. control. I've got to have control. this has to go the way that I want it to go. If it doesn't go the way I want it to go, it's not right and I got to get ready because I'm going to unload. What's the solution to that? understanding that God is in control it's I'm not telling you it's easy again just like some of you were saying preacher it's just easy you double check then you triple check before you go to Nebraska so you're trying to tell me that's what I equate it to okay you're trying to tell me preacher there's simple fixes to your problems I'm like yeah there's simple fixes to you because you don't struggle with my brain and so I say that to say this I'm coming back to you control people I'm not just trying to get up here today and just say, hey, stop that. But I do want to point it out to you to understand that. Are you being thankful with this control? And I'm I'm telling you, it's literally, I I want to try to encourage and point out to you to try to get some help with this because you need to learn that God's in control. And I know that that sounds like the most basic thing anybody could ever say. But I'm telling you, listen, the Lord can help you to understand and appreciate that he's in control okay you're not in control god is in control therefore i can say okay i don't know why this happened but lord you're in control this didn't go the way i wanted it to go but lord you're in control and you say preacher you don't understand uh, it wasn't god i was worried about it being in control it was you i was worried about being in control but who put me in the position to be in control and make the bad decision, right? There's nothing you can do about it. So just be thankful. Be thankful. But pride makes it hard to be thankful. Uh, so God's in control, and you just ask the Lord, Lord, make that good enough for me. How about this, this part of pride also? Feeling like we have our just deserts, what we deserve. Feeling like you deserve more or feeling like you deserve better? Anybody? I deserve better than this. Oh. I deserve more than this. Okay. Uh, you know, Haman. Uh, that wicked Haman the Bible talks about in, in Ruth and Ruth, Esther. Uh, man, that dude had it made. That dude had a ton of kids. He had a ton of money. He was the prime minister of Persia, the most powerful kingdom on earth at the time. He had it all. But there was one thing that drove him nuts. And it was this man can't name Haman. Thank you. Mordecai. That's my story. I'll make him crazy about himself. If I... uh, Mordecai. The, uh, some of you know the story. If you don't, you can go back and read it. Uh, in, in the book of Esther. But it was just interesting. I just heard it today and it just dawned on me. I was like, oh, that's a good illustration. And then that's when I actually started thinking about how blessed we are. But Haman wasn't thinking about how blessed he was. He was because he bragged about it. He like did these mega Facebook posts and pictures and he was just, he was nuts. Um, but, uh, but this one thing, that Jew would not bow down to him. And it led to his destruction. And I'm telling you, if you're not careful, your pride will lead you to destruction. Why can't you be thankful for what is around you? Why can't you find another way to be thankful in the thing that you are? And I, and, and, and you say, preacher, it's hard. I'm not saying it's not hard, but I want to encourage you. God can help you to do it. He wouldn't tell you to do it if he, didn't, if he wouldn't enable you to do it. So pride, uh, by the way, what do we deserve? Man, we deserve hell. I deserve to be in hell with my, bra- my back broke. My back broke. But, uh, but the Lord saved me. He's good. I, then quickly, this, and this is kind of the big thing all, all around perspective. Um, perspective, Romans 8, 18. For I reckon. You know, the problem is is we don't reckon right. We don't reckon right. For I reckon. Now we're all reckoning. But we ain't reckoning right all the time. He says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time... It's it's an accounting term. It's accounting. He's adding up. He's adding up. He's subtracting. He's dividing. He's doing... He's accounting. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time aren't worthy to be compared with the glory that should be revealed in us. Um, I reckon. What do you reckon? What we reckon... As again, just like Haman, this one guy, Mordecai, this one thing, we're reckoning that that's enough to ruin every th- all these other blessings we have in our life and cause <laughs> us to be known for murmuring and complaining rather than being thankful. Uh, then I'm going to read you one last passage here, and I'll be done. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. These I'm telling you, these are the verses that help me with this thankfulness stuff and just the Christian life in general, perspective. For which cause we faint not. For though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. I don't have time to to, to emphasize this too much, but man, I wish y'all would get these verses. Paul's light affliction wasn't What we would consider light but Paul considered light because he reckoned he reckoned he 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 had a way of uh, adding things up He had a way of doing different kind of math For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. What's this moment the rest of my life, but it's just a light affliction Um worketh for us That's oh it's working against me wrong It's working for you um you know, uh, Joseph said, hey, you meant it for evil. God meant it for good. You were working against me, but God was working for me. It's all good. I can be thankful. This, it worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we look. Paul's right there. Your perspective. What are you looking at? You're looking at this little small thing, and it's robbing you of joy. It's robbing you of peace. Honestly, it's putting you in a messed up kind of place, man. Murmuring and complaining is not cool. The Bible says so in so many words. It just says it a lot stronger than that. Why we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And in closing tonight, I just want to say that when I don't know, there's times I, I don't have anything, right? There were some of the things y'all were mentioning, I, I got nothing. As far as in everything, give thanks. I mean, you talk about the heat, I could say, well, man, I'm glad I got water to drink. I'm glad I got it. You talk about, there's things that I can say, you know what, I can fix it. I I got something to counter that. But there's other things where I'm just like, "Uh, tragedy, chronic pain, chronic illness, or or, or even uh, whatever it might be. Um, But I do got something. I've got a God that I know is in control. I don't understand it, Lord. I've got a promise. Did you know Satan's the one that let the cat out of the bag? Will you all stand? It'll help me make feel like I need to shut up more. Um, did you know Satan let the cat out of the bag? Whenever he was allowed to tempt Job, and then he said, the Satan said to the Lord, uh, Well, Lord, you put, you put a hedge about everything. I can't touch him. I can't get near him. Unless you lift the hedge, unless you allow me to get close to him. So if, if, if somebody says, so if, if, the, if the devil's ever able to get close to me or anything's able to touch me, it can only do it because my wise and powerful God allowed it. My loving God allowed it. I've shared this one with you. So, so to me, I know I'm saying this shortly, but I hope you can get a glimpse of how powerful your God is, how much this God loves you, how wise your God is, and how able He is. And how that He really is working all things together for your good. Uh, I think about this when I prayed, uh, You know, Melanie don't like to hear her name called out in the service, and I won't say much. But, but just when I'm praying for my wife, and when she's having a, a you know a, a bad time physically, uh, and but when I'm praying for, and, and the Lord caught me on something through this, because I'd be praying. And I'd be praying for, oh Lord, please just and just just begging God. And then somewhere in the course of my praying, I would say this, Lord, I just love her so much. You know, it's like I'm I'm trying to beg this God that, and it's like God just kind of pointed something out to me, like, wait, 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 what'd you say? Lord, I said I love her so much. Like, God, I'm trying to get you to pay attention to this. I'm trying, this is somebody I love. And God says, I love her more than you could ever love her buddy what are you talking about I know you love her but I love her more because it's almost as if Lord don't let her be going through this I love her God says I love her more and that's why she's going through this it's tough right but that's my God that's my Lord and so with whatever it is as difficult as it may be With the grace and help of God, we can learn to give thanks in everything. Amen? All right. I'm going to ask Dan, if you would, to dismiss us in a word of prayer.